0: FMR 101.3 Being Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello and welcome to Being Green. I'm Glyn crook New Zealanders released a draft plan to tax sheep and cattle burps in a bid to tackle one of the biggest sources of greenhouse gases in that country. To give you an idea of the scale of the issue, New Zealand is home to about 5 million people and about 10 million cattle and 26 million sheep. Agriculture in New Zealand accounts for about half the country's greenhouse gas emissions mostly in the form of methane, and there has been a lot of criticism of the government's failure to tackle the issue. Globally, of course, the sector is responsible for about one-third of all greenhouse gas emissions. If New Zealand's proposed plan is approved in December, it will become the first country in the world to charge farmers for methane emissions from the animals that they keep. Well, I'm joined on the line now by Christopher van der the Executive Director of Agri-South Africa, which represents, of course, the Agri agricultural industry here in our country. Christo, what are your thoughts about this plan measure?
1: I think we need to distinguish between developed countries and developing countries. In developed countries, those type of measures can be implemented uh, because uh, the government is in a position to buy out livestock or to subsidize farmers to help them, obviously, reducing the impact of methane on the environment in uh, i think the european union in the netherlands they've got a similar type of scheme not exactly like that but i think they also plan to buy out livestock uh, to reduce the number of livestock Uh, but remember in the european union as well as in uh, the united states china as well as brazil uh, they do uh, provide a lot of producer support to uh, their farmers and uh, government and through government intervention they can uh, either reduce the carbon footprint or the methane uh, release uh, into the air uh, because it has a harmful impact on on the environment. So
0: you're basically saying that for South African farmers that would be an untenable measure?
1: Yes, at at this point in time South Africa has a dual system in other words on the one hand you've got uh, your uh, developing farmers in other words farmers uh, that are now enjoying the fruits of, of commercial farming, uh, but they still just produce for household purposes. But on the other hand, you've got a commercial, highly sophisticated commercial system that uh, produce meat on a commercial basis, and not only for South Africans, but the export as well. So yes, <laughs> given the, the historical context and given the current financial climate in South Africa, I'm not so sure whether it is going to work but at the same time we have a massive responsibility to reduce our carbon footprint and uh, take other measures. I
0: was going to ask you that is it something that is of concern to farmers and what are they trying to do about it what other measures can be taken?
1: In uh, South Africa and I want to specifically refer to Agri we have you know adopted a climate mitigation and adaptation strategy at the congress last year. So it's all about Climate smart agriculture, climate uh, smart agriculture uh, strategy looks at soil management, looks at agricultural water management, agronomy, animal production, livestock, horticulture, climate smart technology, and also uh, looking at uh, the impact of carbon tax on the system, because if we do not adopt a climate change uh, you know, mitigation strategy. We will be penalised by markets, especially your European markets, where they place quite a high premium on uh, climate change and mitigation strategies.
0: So, does that mean that farmers that fall within the AgriSA group um, are basically going to be obliged to take these steps?
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, for example, it's all about uh, you know uh, making sure that we have a specific approach and. I don't want to go into the detail, but it's all about uh, making sure that we increase water use efficiency, uh, we ensure higher biomass uh, in order to uh, impact on our better meat production. Uh, we look at adapted breeds, genetic improvement uh, for ultra-high density grazing, uh, and then also diversification of, of crop livestock systems improved manure management and higher quality feed and yes, we also look at reduction of methane emissions and carbon sequestration.
0: I believe that there has actually been some research done into ways to reduce the impact of cattle and sheep's burps um, I even heard that there was one country that had developed a gas capturing mask for cattle.
1: I think uh, all of those uh, things are in the pipeline for South Africa. Uh, But, uh, as I said earlier, uh, these things cost money. You need government to come up with some kind of incentivization or incentivizing system to uh, assist farmers to uh, adopt uh, those type of strategies. On the one hand, as I said earlier, uh, you need a lot of government support, especially when it comes to your developing farmers or your emerging farmers. Uh, to create not only awareness about the impact of methane on the environment, uh, but also to uh, create awareness about uh, them adopting mitigation strategies. On the one hand, uh, with your commercial system, obviously, I think it will be much easier to adapt. But, uh, you know, if farmers start to weigh up their expenses versus income uh, and they don't get the necessary support from government, like in the case of New Zealand, then uh, it will just not be financially feasible for them mm-hmm. to adopt such
0: strategies. Well, it's good to know at least that it is being thought of. Thanks to Christo van der Rader, Executive Director of Agri South Africa. And that brings us to the end of this week's edition. Till next time from me, take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living.
1: Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community.